All right. I wanted to say hello, 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 everyone. I am Bernice with Loma Creative Services. I am here today with Miss Diane Taylor. Hello, Miss Diane Taylor. How are you doing today? I am well. I hope you are. Yes, yes. So, guys, if you if if it's your first time uh, catching a live, I just want to give you a brief introduction of what's happening, what's taking place. Even for those who are catching the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Bernice. I am the host and also the CEO. Of Loma Creative Services, where we are the one stop shop for branding and marketing. What we are doing for this month, honoring Women's History Month, is we are honoring some phenomenal, powerful women in ministry and business. And so today, the very first kickoff, we have Miss Diane Taylor, and I'm so excited to have her. And brief, really quick, you'll get to know uh, who she is, what she does, and all of that great stuff. And I promise it's going to be 15 minutes or less. I did tell her as well, uh, because I want you guys to also follow this page after this interview, because there will be another interview. So it will be each Sunday of this month, I am interviewing, just having a, a discussion, conversation with two powerful women each Sunday of this month. So this is what you're listening to. This is what you're watching. So Miss Diane, who are outside of everything, we're going to get into what you do. Who is Diane? I um, always start out by saying that I am a wife, I'm a mother, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm an African-American female, um, I'm a U.S. citizen. Those are the things that describe who I am. Okay, awesome, awesome. So can you tell us uh, what inspired you first to, you said African-American, as we can see, but I'm sure you're, I followed you and I know, you know, I know you, so I know you to be very passionate in being an African-American powerful woman. But for those who don't know you, this is their very first time listening to you or and or watching you. And, you know, what, where does the passion come from where you are describing yourself as a powerful um, African-American woman? Well, I think that, you know, it's really important for us to distinguish ourselves from other people of color throughout the, the country and the world. And the reason for that is because in my, in my experience, having been here and both in the motherland, I just feel like we have a unique experience having been raised um, with African diaspora groups, but in the United States. And it's really important for me um, to be able to distinguish that experience because sometimes I think, uh, well, most times I'd say that that experience in itself has been downplayed, but at the same time, it makes us the most powerful people on the planet, hands down. Um, there's not another people that have been through what we've been through and been able to come out um, on top. So from my perspective, it's really important to identify as such as not just from yes. the African diaspora, but having grown up here in the United States. Yes, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. And hello, everyone who is watching. I just paused for a moment for those who are watching. I see you guys are watching from a little bit of everywhere. Um, so hello, YouTube. Hello, Facebook. You guys are on a Loma Creative Services page and even my personal Facebook page. Hello. Let us know where you're watching from. So if you can put in the comments, we'll love to uh, stay connected. Of, like I stated, this is going to be some in interviews. I, I like to say conversation more so. 
just conversations with women of power uh, who are powerful in what they do, who they are. So we'll get to know a little bit of of who they are. And so I'm I'm excited because I feel like sometimes we have uh, or we've heard of certain women like all the time. And so I, I, this is it's my passion to highlight women who they're doing powerful things as yourself, but maybe my network of people have not heard of these group of people. And so this is the objective of it to enter, to interview, have those conversations. I'd like to say introduce uh, powerful women to my network of people. So this is where we are today. And I see the comments coming in. Thank you so much. Uh, hello, watching from Windsor, North Carolina. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so which you are in Windsor, North Carolina, where that is my hometown, guys. Hello, Alette, uh, Virginia. Hello, hello. So Windsor, North Carolina is my hometown. Tell us what you're doing in that powerful city of Windsor, North Carolina. Well, I can tell you that um, my husband is born and raised in Windsor. So uh, the main office of his two businesses are in Windsor. So our heart will always be connected to Bertie County in Windsor in the neck, as he'd like to say, more specifically. Yes. from, um, And he carries that with him everywhere he goes. And with that also comes a responsibility to make sure that Windsor is not left behind. Um, We are adding resources to other parts of Eastern North Carolina. Yes, I I love it. I love it. That is my passion, especially times when, you know, God blesses me in business and allows me to have uh, some knowledge. I like to bring it back. My vision also is to uh, to have more workshops and stuff there, too, because I don't see that many, especially us as African-Americans who are providing business workshops. And it may be, but I haven't seen many of them. Uh, So, you know, that is uh, one of my passions as well. So we, we got to link up some time to talk about that eventually. But um, tell us about your company. You do have, uh, you guys do have a company. So talk to us a little bit about that and uh, what you do. And I, I've been following you and see that you guys are amazing parents. Uh, you've been pouring so much into your, uh, your children. I mean, people need to know this. So talk to the audience today and those who are going to catch the replay. So for those later, uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, what you do and what inspired you to, to do what you do. Well, Garrett and I have been married. This is our 16th year of marriage, uh, 18 years, uh, including being uh, engaged in dating. And in that time, I can honestly say the entire focus for us has always been service, um, service to our community, service to God, service to our, our future generations. And that includes our own children. So that's, it manifests in our own household, but it's something that we carry out in the community as well. So we collectively have three businesses, um, the Uplift Foundation and um, the Uplift previous the Uplift Foundation, now the Power of You, as a nonprofit organization that he has with his family, specifically for substance abuse prevention services and other nonprofit services 
and to provide different things in Eastern North Carolina. He actually services 18 counties and has four different offices. So he does quite a lot and has for the last 20 years. Um, the Then we have Uplift, Uplift Comprehensive Services, which is a child mental health agency specifically um, for children under the age of 18, trying to make sure that they maintain not just behavioral um, issues, but also mental issues if necessary and family planning and things of that nature. And then we have the publishing company, which is my baby, I like to say. My background is in journalism. So I was actually a journalist, broadcast journalism major, um, worked in the field for seven years, uh, radio, television, and newspaper. When I moved to North Carolina, I was actually looking for a transition from journalism to public health. Uh, and that's what I found. So I started working at Carolina Don Donor Services prior to meeting Garrett. And once we met and decided that we wanted to um, start a family, I moved out of um, service in corporate and moved to work with his business and provide awesome. services um, doing that. And um, since I had started writing, I've been writing my whole life, but then I had the opportunity to meet Carl Long, who is a Negro League baseball player from Kinston. And Carl asked me um, to help him write his story. And I was very, very reluctant to do so because I had not written a book. I um, write a mean press release. You want press? I got you. Yes. A book that was totally different and outside of anything that I had really seen myself doing. But I agreed because his story was important and stories have always been important for me. And I tell people that more than anything, I'm a conduit to help people tell their stories. I've always done that through journalism, um, through radio and TV and now yes. publishing. So it's kind of like once you find that thing that God has kind of instilled in you, yes. you transform into different things. But at the core, you are who you are. Yes, um, that's who I am. And so we've been blessed enough with that first book, A Game of Faith, kind of kicked off, literally was a game of faith and kicked yes. off, um, an entire company that I didn't necessarily um, plan, but at the same time was very necessary and more so yes. now than then. So was that the first book that was like uh, that? I know it was your first book, as you stated, but was that your first book to make you decide that, OK, you know what? I think I'm going to do this maybe full time in business or like what was that? I guess I'm asking, what's that pivot moment? What was that pivot or that shift moment for you to decide? Was it the second book? Was it like, OK, really, I think I could do this because you said first a book really wasn't something that you had thought about because you know it was more press release journalism etc but you know now you have a full publishing company and so where did i'll just try to see where, let me, where let me tell you something. god spoke to me not not little like it was really big so what happened was um it took me seven years to help carl write a story out of fear out of um anxiety lots of things that we yes. all deal with through prayer meditation um, on that seventh year, I finally said that this is something that had to happen more so for him than for me, to be honest. That was my motivation. Um, so in 2017, I called Carl right after the first of the year and told him by March of that year, I would have his book ready for him. Um, his The text of his book, which I did, his manuscript. By the end of March, true to my word, he came to my office and I gave him his manuscript. And then I said, Carl, who's going to publish your book? And he said, you are. And I said, oh, no, uh -oh. sure. That was that push. Yes. He was, he was literally my angel on earth. I said, no, I don't publish books. He said, you can and you will. 
So I said, fine. He had hung in there with me for seven uh, years through a whole lot of um, my personal hangups. Yes. So I said, by Christmas of this year, I will give you book or your finished self-published book that you can give away to your family and friends. And he agreed. And I took time. I had just had Morgan, so I had time away from work. And that is literally all I did was learn everything there was to learn about self-publishing. If I was yeah. going to do it, I was yes. going to do it to the best of my ability. And Carl called me in October of that year and said, how's it coming with my book? And I said, oh, we are right on schedule. In fact, by Thanksgiving, I was patting myself on the back. By Thanksgiving of this year, you can give your book away to your family and friends. And he said, that's not going to work. Mm. And why? And he said, because the 47th president of the United States, uh, then Barack Obama, has invited he and nine other Negro League baseball players to the White House. And he had to have his book. And I cried about it and said, I couldn't do it. It was my first book. How can my first book go to the president of the United States? Yes. And four hours before he met with President Barack Obama, my husband and I met him on I-95 with two copies of his book, one for him, one for President Barack Obama. Within wow. three months, I had a full-fledged book publishing company. Mm. That, that is my story. That yes. Um, and, and we've been rocking and rolling ever since. That is so awesome. Well, guys, can you believe it? We're almost at 7.15. <laughs> can you tell everyone? Um, I see Pastor Gregory Gillum is on, Nicole Outlaw. Pastor Gillum says, yes, her daughter is a publisher. Also, Pastor Gillum says, hello, Diane. How's Garrett? Um, for those who are listening and you're watching, can you let everyone know how to connect with you? How can they stay connected and learn more about your story? Um, we are on Facebook as Taylor Made Publishing. We are, um, you can also find us at Taylor Made Books or Taylor Made Publishing NC.com as a website. You can also find us on Instagram as T Made Publishing. Um, so we are very active on social media and we can be found in lots of different ways. Awesome. Thank you so much. I told you it was going to be quick. <laughs> you did awesome. You did great. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks, Bernice. I appreciate you including me in the number. It's always yes. nice to be recognized. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too.